Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. First down, another fake. Come with Jamison Williams. The speedster has a block. Williams cuts up. 25-20. Still on his feet. Jamison Williams scores. Elijah Mitchell in for the first time tonight. Guess what? He's going to get it. Mitchell surging forward. Touchdown. And there it is. The 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. That's away from Chanel, who's trying to get after him for a second time. But the ball is thrown to the end zone. And it's caught. Flowers with the touchdown. Second and goal. It's back to Pacheco. Pacheco drives across for the Chiefs touchdown. And he's heading back to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. And a chance to become the first team since New England of 2003 and four to go back to back. The Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio and Sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. Uh, I was looking forward. I was thinking about Vegas, man. I was thinking about Vegas for the last few months. But, I mean, that's just what you do, right? Yeah. You think about right. how you could be there at the end, what you're going to do, who you're going to hang with, all that. You could still go. <laughs> I know. Just, just I have friends that are going. Yeah. And they're like, you know, hey, I'm still going. I'm gonna come out. Yeah. I know. No, I won't be doing that. I won't be doing that. I mean, there will be a lot of media there. There will be other markets there. I won't be there, but it would have been nice to be there, of course, it will be the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers, a rematch of a Super Bowl just a few years ago. And that on the call, bringing you those calls there from television, Fox Sports' Kevin Burkhart and, of course, Jim Nance from CBS, Chiefs, 49ers. All right, Joe, two things that I think kind of signal that I'm getting old here, all right, hmm. that I want to run by. You tell me. Am I overthinking it or whatever? But you, I need your help here, all right? Okay. So I, as I'm getting older, I think I'm also getting softer in some ways. First of all, one that is completely not related to anything with sports because I have to get this out of the way. And I feel bad asking. I'm embarrassed to ask this because you're going to be like, are you kidding me? You don't know this? Uh-oh. What? Joe, what? what is I, – yeah, I don't know. What is this meme with this girl that I keep seeing on my social oh. media that she's like – Sydney Sweeney. The blonde girl with all the spices or – yeah. Who is that? What is going on here? Sydney Sweeney. Why do Sydney... I see this girl on like every five minutes on a meme? She's uh she's an actress that was on uh the Hot Ones uh, wing show that uh that you see pop up once in a while. That, that's a very memeable show, by the way. It's where celebrities try like you know one wing after another, and they progressively get hotter until you get to, like the hottest wing ever made. So like there's a there's a Shaq meme from that show. I think there's a Gordon Ramsay meme from that okay. show. So Sydney Sweeney, who is an actress that's in a lot of a lot of stuff recently. That's that she was in Euphoria, which is a show um, on HBO. She's on a lot of movies now. 
White Lotus, another HBO show. She was on that show. Why? Why has this become the meme? Like, why? Why has this become such a popular meme with her? I I don't like, know. I don't know. I, like, where'd this come from? I don't. It's a good question. I don't know why that you know screen grab in particular was chosen. Um, I mean, meme generating, like how memes get started or why they catch fire is something that's even a little bit foreign to me. Like, I just kind of roll with it, but like. Mm-hmm. Why did we all for like three weeks a couple months ago decide we were just going to pull from the archives this Kevin James photo with his hands in his pockets from like the King of Queens in 2001? <laughs> I, I don't know why that oh, started. No. I participated and I rolled with it once it started, but I don't. Yeah. But how some of this stuff starts, I, I don't I don't know why that was chosen. So I hope that helps. Am I am I am I showing like should I have known that? No. Sydney I mean, Sweeney's like I, I, I kept seeing her pop up. Everybody's using it. So literally last night, not kidding you, literally last night, I had to turn to Yana and say, okay, do you know who this girl is? I don't know who this girl is. And I'm wondering. And we were doing like image, Google image search. We could not figure out. I'm like, there's got to be a show here. There's got to be something. There's all uh-huh. these spices and sauces or whatever. I can't figure it out. So we were literally trying to upload the image into a Google reverse search so that I didn't sound like an idiot. And then I'm like, I finally have to just break down and ask. No, yeah. I, I think... Uh... No, I don't think you're in the wrong for not knowing like where it started because I think she's she's like an up and coming actress right now. She's not like you okay. know someone you would have seen in movies like five years ago. So unless you've seen things recently that she was in, I think you could have very easily not known who this was. And if you don't watch Hot Ones, you know, like on a consistent basis, you might not know off the top of your head like what that's from. So no, I don't think this is not like a one where I want to bury you because you're old guy because okay. you didn't know this one. All right, I'm reading her Wikipedia page right now. Best known for her roles in HBO drama series Euphoria. Yeah. And the first season of the anthology series The White Lotus, as you said. Super good Which earned her nominations for Primetime Emmy Awards. Okay. All right, Sydney Sweetie. Thank you. I I had no idea. It just became a thing. I don't think this is a bad one at all. Again, it's not... uh, Okay. It's not like... That show, too, though, I will... If you see, like, black background sitting at a table, if you see the wings, that's obvious, too. Like that's a show that is very memeable. Like you're gonna see more from okay. that show in the future, just because, you know, people eating wings that like you know you're like you, you have to sign a waiver to eat. Uh, you know, it's very naturally gonna cause I think some wow. uh, facial expressions. Are we supposed to be watching that show here in Buffalo a little bit more than other places? Um, I don't know. I bet because you because of the wings. I bet you their viewership's probably higher here than other places. I don't know that, but I'm gonna guess hmm. that that's true. Yeah, it's a wing-based show. Do they show, go to different sense. cities to do it? How does this work? I think they probably just do it in one studio. I don't know that for okay. sure, but I think they probably. But just that would be—that's what you gotta do. You gotta go to different cities and have different kinds of wings and different hey, if, sauces. If and... they ever want to do a, like a here, here's an idea for hot ones. We should we should get on the phone with them. If they ever want to do a live, uh, like a live incarnation of that show, I mean this this is the uh, this is the place to do it. A live hot ones. Maybe if they ever get Josh mm-hmm. Allen as a guest, you do it live in Buffalo. <laughs> Oh, didn't he do that other thing where he what? Did, what did Josh do with that wing? It was like a I don't know. It was something oh, the weird. Pepsi. Like he dipped it. Yes, Buffalo yes, Pepsi. yes. That was that yeah. was the whole thing there. So, yeah, wing wing shows and things like that. Okay, Sydney Sweeney. I will know that now. I will let my wife know when she comes right. home. Joe, help me. We figured it out. I wanted to throw it out there to the Twitterverse, and I would have got a lot of responses letting me know. But I figured I'd just ask you because you would know. So Safe thank you space. for that. Safe All right. space. Yeah. Now. 
What is it? Safe. I just said this is a safe space. Safe space. Yeah, Twitter safe space for you and so I. <laughs> talk yeah. about that. Uh, Extra Point Show, Sal Capaccio, Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Good Monday morning to you. Kansas City against San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Some Bills coaching news we're going to talk about today, including Eric Washington leaving to be the defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears. And we'll do that with Chris Emma, our guy out in Chicago. And also, Joe, really good time to kind of just think about the offseason and the draft and things like that. And the Bears hold the number one pick. They also have Justin Fields, right? So uh, we'll ask about Chris, the kind of season Tremaine Edmonds had, and what Eric Washington's role will be, but exactly what the plan might be at the top of the draft, which will obviously impact the rest of the draft. We'll do that at 11.05 a.m. In the meantime, I'm thinking about these games this weekend. I'm thinking about the playoffs. And the other thing that I think makes me sound old, and I think maybe getting softer as I get older, I'm just kind of over and tired, Joe, of having to play the blame game every time someone loses or having to play the can't win the whatever every time Mm. someone loses quarterbacks coaches doesn't matter like I mean for the last three weeks it's been all about well Allen can't beat Mahomes Lamar now can't win the big one Sean McDermott Dan Campbell last night what yeah I know he gets blamed I get it and I'm talking micro and macro Joe by the way yes I understand Dan Campbell made some really curious decisions I hated the third down call I I just think that instead of living in the space where it's always got to be someone's fault or someone can't do something, I've been choosing to look the other uh, the other side and say, "Holy cow, like the Niners are really good." And man, mm-hmm. these Chiefs are amazing, right? I I think it discredits what the other team does. It is sports. Only one team can win all the time. And this really got me maybe because of the whole Josh Allen one, right? Where I, went, I told you the story about ESPN Radio last week, right? How I went on ESPN Radio and I got into it with the host. Did I tell you that story? Yes. Yes, you did. Yep. Okay. And, and that happened, right? So go on ESPN Radio. They basically just start interceptions, interceptions, Josh Allen, and he can't win. And, and it just it got me upset. And I'm like, this is not true. And then the whole thing with Lamar. I don't think Lamar played a great game, but it doesn't mean that he's not <laughs> – I mean, I still think he's going to win the MVP, and he's deserving of the MVP. It shouldn't be about Lamar not winning and beating Patrick Mahomes. It shouldn't be about Josh Allen not winning and beating Patrick Mahomes. To me, it should look at the other way. Am I going too soft thinking that we're doing this way too much? No, I think it's natural, you know, that sports and sports debate is going to have that happen. Um, the, the Niners, you know, I think because... The the Lions and Campbell, it's strategic stuff that 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 will often get more talked about because it's like a conscious decision that like one person makes that that will be talked about more. The Chiefs, it, it, like that's not to take credit away from the Niners either. The Niners in the second half were unstoppable, and I do want to give them credit and I want to give Purdy credit. I am not a Brock Purdy guy, and I even said this mm-hmm. morning that I think very easily the Niners made the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo and realize in that game that there are plays that guy can't make and they would have won the Super Bowl if he could make them, and then they decided we need to go get a quarterback that can do everything. They missed, but I think it's very possible that they could end up in the same spot with Brock Purdy, but nonetheless, that like, that's how I think of Purdy, and I would want to give him credit for balling in the second half of that game yesterday. He yeah. made throws, he ran the ball, he did have to get lucky that one ball hit a dude in the face that you know went in, into his receiver's hands, so he did get lucky along the way too. But I want to give Purdy credit for yesterday. I want to give the Niners' offense credit for, you know, the, the Lions aren't a great defense, but 
Shanahan and those skill position players. They built an offense that can look like that. And for the Chiefs, I, I don't know. I think the Chiefs could have very easily lost that game. They punt. They didn't score a touchdown after their second drive of the game. Like the Ravens had nine drives after the Chiefs scored their last touchdown. I, I really wanted them to do it, but mm-hmm. part of that is what you're saying. Is part of that is the Chiefs after trading Tyree Kill in the last three drafts have built and developed like naturally. They didn't go out and pay you know these big free agents. They naturally developed. An elite defense, and you know, as much as Lamar is going to get, you know, blamed today, part of it is that I think the Chiefs had a defense that were capable of doing that to him. That's an interesting discussion and point you just brought up about the Chiefs and what they've done over the last couple of years. First of all, is it odd that Steve Spagnuolo is never in any kind of conversation for a head coaching job? I understand he was a head coach once, and it went terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? It was bad. He, the St. Louis Rams. He was the coach of the St. Louis Rams. A while ago. It was really bad. But I'm actually surprised, Joe. I've not heard his name at all in this hiring cycle after what he's done the last couple of years. You think it's an age thing, maybe? 64 at this point? Like Maybe. Teams might be wondering like how much how if things went perfect, how long would he be the coach type of, you know, thinking maybe? It could be. And especially because we are seeing a trend of boy, these coaches getting hired, Joe, are very young now. We're seeing oh, yeah. guys, oh, yeah. many guys in their 30s now getting hired, right? I mean, it's been happening. Yep. I mean, Sean McVay was 29, I think. He's still one of the youngest coaches in the league. He's been there for six, seven years, which is amazing. And this is the trend. So it could very well be. I do find that interesting. But your point about the Chiefs, which they've done it. They, no, I don't think anybody would deny the Chiefs' backbone of their team this year has been their defense, not their offense, right? Now, their offense right. played like they did some nice things towards the stretch and in the playoffs at times. But really, they've won with defense. But what's funny is we get a lot, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. I I think you could always look at it both ways. But how many times have we taken calls or heard from fans, maybe we've said here even on this show or whatever, whatever show, that, boy, you know, you got to just, it's all about offense. And you, why is waste, why put resources into the defense? Just keeping putting, isn't that what? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Chiefs have done? Isn't that why they're here? They literally let their offense fall off in order to invest in and develop on defense, and that's why they're here again. Yeah, no, you're right. Like they, I, they've kind of gone the opposite way of something that I would have said for years, which is, hey, don't worry about your defense so much because once you play Kansas City or the Bengals or a team like that, it doesn't matter how good your defense is. They're just going to get their 30, 35 points. And amazingly, defense is caught up. That's not true anymore about this Chiefs team. They're not just going to go get their 31, 35 points. And they're still here anyway. Like it, right. it just, Of course, the year that they, they took a step back on defense had to be the year that they just found their way into this elite defense. I mean, Sal, in their final nine drives yesterday, they had three points. And they're in the Super Bowl. Like, what the hell? 
That shouldn't be possible for this Chiefs team, that they get to be in the Super Bowl with three points in their final nine drives, but they've kind of, you know, they've taken part, right? And they've taken part in defenses catching up to offenses. Um, The corners are great, right? Sneed's great. McDuffie's great. Reed's great at safety. Chris Jones is a mauler on that line. Like, they... Mm -hmm. They did something that I would have blasted them for two years ago, which was they basically decided we're going to get rid of our elite, historically fast wide receiver that nobody can replicate in the league, his type of skill set, to to his degree. Nobody can replicate it. We're going to trade him. We're going to use those picks on defensive players. We're going to use that money to keep Chris Jones around for the time being. And we'll just kind of, you know, pick and choose here with receivers, and we'll spend some second-round picks, and we'll just kind of go that route. And they're still here. They've made back-to-back Super Bowls doing that. I mean, it's it's pretty unbelievable that they've been able to manage that. You know who it reminds me of? It reminds me a lot of the Patriots thinking through a lot of their run. Yeah. They never went out and invested in wide receiver. I know they got Randy Moss for, what, a year or two, and it was great. They didn't win a Super Bowl with him, but yes, of course. But their their philosophy generally was they yeah. can kind of put together a receiving core. They'll have a couple. Edelman was there for a while. He was great. So I know it's not completely the same, but the Patriots kind of had that philosophy. They were winning with guys like Rache Caldwell, right? I mean, or Deion Branch, right? I mean, like they were not winning with the elite wide receivers. They basically said, we have Tom Brady. He'll make everyone better, so let's make sure that all the other things around it can be better. Which, by the way, is why we get to where Bill Belichick was after Brady left, which is, once you don't have that anymore, you got to concentrate on putting around putting more weapons, and they haven't done that. That's exactly, to me, what the Chiefs are doing. Yeah, you gotta, they gotta, you got to pick and choose, too. Like, when you win... Are you going to be somebody that just we got to keep everybody? We got to, you know, we got to keep mm-hmm. the ship together because they deserved it. They earned it. Like the Chiefs have been willing. This is kind of a New England thing, too, I guess. You don't have to be beholden to pay everybody just because you win, right? And the Chiefs decided they right. didn't have to pay Tyreek Hill despite what he meant to that team, despite winning a Super Bowl with them. They didn't feel beholden to pay one of their key players and they moved on from him and it's worked. And. You know, maybe there are Patriots examples that go both ways, but one name that comes to mind for me, for them, is Darrell Rivas. They had Darrell Rivas. He was a first-team All-Pro. They won the Super Bowl, and they decided, now nah, we don't need to pay him. We're going to let him go. And they won more Super Bowls after that. And I think that's... Although, like, I don't want to necessarily tie the Bills in for a point on that or any other team because I think that's easier to do when you've won. Right, like when you've already won, like because you got to sell that to your fans, you got to sell it to season ticket holders, you got to sell that, you know, to your players as well. I think you can easy. It's easier to get away with. Hey, we're gonna move on from a core piece player like this. We're gonna decide not to pay him. I feel like sometimes that might be easier to do when you have that that ring in your back pocket to kind of get away with it, or like to have that credibility to do it. It's easier to do when you have a great quarterback too. I mean, that's really. What it is. And they had Brady. You know, what was the mantra for many years? The Patriots know they move on a year too early before it's a year too late. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? You can move on a year too early when you have Tom Brady covering up the holes. So the Chiefs, to me, are taking some of that page and some of that philosophy of, you know what? 
we don't have to just outscore everybody. We can also play some defense because our quarterback is really good, and we don't have to not even outscore him. We wouldn't have to put a ton of resources into what we're doing on offense. And also, Joe, how about this? I mean, Rasheed Rice is starting to look a little better. Even the resources they put into the offense and early picks have not panned out that well for them. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is nothing anymore. Right. right. They just drafted him as the in, in the, their first pick a few years ago. Sky Moore has been nothing for them. Mecole Hardman left and came back. He's done nothing for them. He's been a, he was a second round pick. It's wild to me. They have missed on a ton of 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 draft picks, like every team does. This is not a. I'm just going to hammer the Chiefs. I always say this. Yeah. Look at the Bills. The Chiefs. Their draft. It's it's similar around the league. The Chiefs have missed just as much as anybody, especially on some of their offensive picks. They've that. That's what's. That's what more of my frustration too. Like. Right, they, they have hit on all the de- they've hit on all the defensive picks, right? Like they've <laughs> built their de- defense through the draft with McDuffie and Karloftis, and Nick Bolton was a second round pick. Their other safety, um, Brian Cook, was a second round pick. Um, Willie Gay Jr. Like they they've drafted and hit on their defensive picks, but like you just said, they've missed on so many offensive picks that it's even more frustrating that they're still mm-hmm. here. Like how <laughs> it it feels. This will maybe change because the Bills were one play away, right? And they've been one play away a couple times, and bounces can go either way. You can get luck involved in this as well. But there is an element of, for me this morning, man, it's just never going to end, is it? Like, we had this with the Patriots, and it never ended. So all I know in the AFC is, well, one team dominates for two decades. And you'll get other teams that get mixed in there along the way as well, but one team is going to exist there to dominate. Even though the NFC, that hasn't been true. AFC, it has. And they're going to get better. Like, I don't, I don't want to get too bogged down in that. But yesterday, I'm watching that game, shaking my head. Like, they're going to win. And they have all this cap space. You know, like, they have all these advantages. they got to pay Chris Jones and Sneed. So they're not going to have as much cap space as as they have on the... If they the do that. Right if now. they do that, by the way. Right, maybe if they Chris do it. Jones... And I, but, I, I actually think there is a possibility Kelsey retires. That's true, too. That's right. But I'm shaking my head thinking, like, they, they might be better next year. They very easily could be better. Like, if they want to go pay T. Higgins, they have the money to do it. And I'm shaking my head right. thinking, like, the Bills can't do that. The Dolphins can't do that. The Jets can't do that. The, the Chargers can't do that. There's so many contending teams that don't have that luxury. How the hell are the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and they're the team that has that luxury? Let's go out to the phone lines right now. Let's take a couple of calls before we get to the bottom of the hour break. CJ in Buffalo starts us off. Hi, CJ. Hey, uh, Sal, Joe. How you guys doing? Hey, um, real Good, quick, thanks. I know you guys, I know Sal spoke on, um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like how they drafted and got the defense going and everything and how they picked up. But I think the big thing is we have a defensive-minded head coach and we keep drafting defense, but wouldn't, like he has already showed this year as a defensive coordinator and a defensive-minded head coach that even if your main pieces aren't there, your scheme and your coaching is so good that you can do well enough for your team to make it far. The Chiefs won Super Bowls in the early years with a a middle-of-the-line defense and all the weapons on offense because they have their quarterback and an offensive-minded head coach. And they already had Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and their offensive-minded head coach, but the Bills keep drafting defense. We don't need the defense. Give pieces to your offensive coordinator. They drafted offense, too. They drafted Dalton Kincaid last year. They drafted James Cook the year before. No, what I mean is, like, earlier, like, early, early in, in, in since 2020, we've known Josh Allen can do it. 
what I'm saying is earlier you should have started this other than drafting Boogie Basham and uh, Rousseau. And there's so much to stop in an offensive league when why not score with them? We know you're, you're I know, CJ, but I know, CJ, hold on down. a second. I, what I'm trying to say is, mm-hmm. CJ, hold on one second, okay? I just think you're forgetting or leaving out intentionally or whatever the fact that that's just they have drafted offense. You keep saying these. What about the guys they have drafted? They have done both, you know. But I mean, in a, in, as far as wide receivers, so what my point is, you drafted more. Uh, okay, if you want to say a wide receiver, I agree with you. I haven't done that. They drafted a yeah. tight end in the first round last year. Hold on, they drafted a running back in the second round the year before. They drafted running backs in each of the third rounds the years before that. No, I absolutely agree. My point is to, to to help Josh Allen, and as much as we pass, and you don't want to be this run team. Yeah, Jeremy talks about it. Joe talks about it. We don't want to be stuck in this running world. And I know you've tried to reach within the first three rounds to get more running backs than you have wide receivers. I mean, early round picks. Yes, we got a pass catcher tight end and a pass catching running back. Where are the wide receivers for Josh Allen since 2020 in the first three rounds? That's all I'm okay, that's a different for. argument. You, you, yes, a, you, you, right. That's a different argument. You said they only dra- they're only drafting for defense. They weren't. Yes, I agree with you. I think well, Joe does too. That they that they need more wide round. receivers. Agreed. Yes. So that yes, maybe yes. that's my point. But I'm just talking in the first in the earlier rounds. Why are we not reaching but, for? I, I don't know. I listen, Go CJ. Ahead, I agree with you wholeheartedly by wide receiver, but I would limit it to that position because. Yeah, in their in the first two rounds, three of their last four picks are on the offensive side of the football. I wanted one of those to be a wide receiver, but I wouldn't make it about the defense. I would make it about re- specifically receiver yes. because between Kincaid, Torrance, and Cook, like th- those are those are three picks that were in the first two rounds. So you know we can look at Basham if you want to break him down individually. Like uh, Nate Geary on the station, still can't believe they didn't draft Creed Humphrey there. Like I might agree with him on that, but. That's three years ago now. So if you want to make a point about it being earlier, that's fine. But they have started to shift here because, again, two second-round picks and a first-round pick in the last two years that they have thrown to the offensive side of the football. Just I would make it more about receiver specifically if you're trying to make this point. And, well, and, and to point, CJ's uh, point, uh, and it, which you're right, if you look at the Chiefs, they have drafted, they drafted a receiver in the second round last year, Rice. The year before that, Sky Moore in the second round. Uh, fifth round they had the year before that, and then there was running back. But they have drafted a couple receivers. They haven't hit. Rice might be pretty good. Sky Moore hasn't. But, yeah, they've right. drafted a couple early on. Yes, they have. It's just it's kind of frustrating that, one, it, there's a competition thing. One, you maybe maybe it's just me being biased on looking back, saying our cap is getting to the point where our right. team is getting older. You don't have a young receiving core, and you're you're getting hit on the cap with a Von Miller and bigger names. That's all I'm saying. I know it's, it could be injuries and looking yeah. back now, but at the same time, it's, we, we need to get youthful. The only positive I can say right now is we don't need anything on offense but right receivers because I think the offensive yeah, line is good. You. you got awesome yes, tight ends, right. yeah. an awesome quarterback, uh, offensive coordinator that had Jamar Chase and Jefferson and Burrow, and all you need is wide receivers, and we got ten picks. If I'm not yep. if I'm not wrong, I believe it's ten picks. But they 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 down. they will have ten, maybe nine when it's all washed. But yeah, I have to look at it. CJ, we got to run. Thank you for it's it's a good thought. I think we're all on the same page if you just say wide receiver instead of offense defense. You know what I mean, buddy? Agree, but hey, have a good day, guys. All right, you got it. Yeah, I think that's where that comes from there. Hey, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll debate more of this. We'll talk about this. You can give us a call. 803-0550, 888-550-2550. Sal Capaccio, Sneaky Jody Biasi, The Extra Point Show on a Monday.